Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead today. We've got a lot to get to. It is pro day for Nebraska football. I won't be tracking that much at all, but will you be tracking pro day? Uh, will you be there? Bit. I'm not covering it. Um, Chris Baznet is Chris covering Baz it. Chris Baz is helping out. Way to go, Baz. Yeah, he's the man. Shout out to Chris Baznet. Shout out to Harrison. Shout out to Harrison, the producer over there. He's our here. producer, EP. He made it through the rain. Yeah, yeah, he did. Hope he didn't drive the hog this morning. <laughs> You know, there are guys that you'll see out. And, I don't, and understand. I, I like don't understand. Well, it's a weird concept. Is that dedication or just like saying I'm tougher than you? Or what is yeah, that? My car's probably broke down. I don't know. There's something more than that. Um, uh, if you are driving your motorcycle out there today, if you're listening to us, you're driving it, is it because you want to show that you're tough? No, I'm I'm going with necessity. Or is it because you have no other car to yeah, drive? I'm going with necessity. You need the hog. But there's, I don't know. Some guys could back me up on this out there. Uh, 402-464-5685. Interesting. I still have to look at the number after That's six okay. years. 402-464-5685. There's an effect on a motorcycle that's odd. When you're driving in a rainstorm, okay. it's not. It, it's kind of like you're not getting hit. I don't. When you stop, it you, okay. don't, you are. But when you're driving, it's kind of this weird effect. I had this in a pickup once. When I drove back, okay. I had a bunch of stuff when I was moving from Grand Island to Lincoln back when I was 21. And I drove in a pickup with my girlfriend, and it would started pouring for the last like hour of the trip. And I, said, and I was like, Cheryl, this stuff's going to be destroyed. I mean, it's going to be all wet. And then we got, we got to Lincoln, and lo and behold, it wasn't, it wasn't too wet. It was like there was some sort of like wind effect or something that kept a lot of it dry. Interesting. Yeah. And that happens on a motorcycle. It does. You don't notice it so much. I'm curious if 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 riders out there feel the same as you on yeah. that. If if they feel like you're basically immune to not the rain. Not immune, but it doesn't hit you like you think. And it doesn't hit you like you think. Hmm. And I've ridden in rain where I thought, ah, oh, I don't like my hog getting this this wet. Then I get to the garage and I'm like, man, it's not even that bad. It's not as it's repelling the rain yeah. off. You can't you can't yeah. touch this bike. It's, How dare you know. even yeah, try? I sound like I'm nuts, but anyway, let's let's get into some sports talk because I love the question you asked. Uh four zero two four six four five six eight five call or text as always. I was thinking about this yesterday because I was discussing the college basketball season with with somebody in terms of what is success and what's not. Yeah. So my question is simply this. Does the NCAA tournament define everything about the success of a team's season? I want to look at two teams in particular here, okay, in the Big Ten. Okay. Iowa was a five seed in the in the tournament. They lose to Richmond first round, but they did win the Big Ten Conference Tournament, and they were the five seed in the Big Ten Conference Tournament. Michigan snuck into the dance as an 11 seed, had a 
Very subpar season, just over 500. Uh, Juwan Howard suspended for the last five games of the season. Phil Martelli fills in. They sneak into the dance, but they are still dancing in the Sweet 16 this upcoming Thursday, Friday. Which team had the better season? Michigan's is still going. They have a chance to go to Elite Eight in the Final Four in the, in the championship. Iowa won the Big Ten championship in, in basketball in terms of the tournament, yeah. but they're one and done. Whose well, and, season was better? And Illinois is a good one to throw into this conversation, too. Okay. Eliminated in the round of 32 after winning the Big Ten. This is all about how far you go. So you're saying I, Michigan's better season no, is better? Okay. No, not, not unless they go to the Final Four. Then no way. If I'm in that position... And God, I'd love for Nebraska to someday be in this position where we're talking, well, would you rather win the Big Ten <laughs> or would you rather go to the Final Four? <laughs> God, it just seems like it's never going why, why to Why can't that seem like a, a serious question? Now we just we'd laugh off. Like, how dare you even put that out there, you crazy man? I know, isn't that sad? Hey, Fred, would you rather win the Big Ten or go to the Final Four? <laughs> okay, um... I'm saying Final Four for sure. All right, but that's no doubt. Okay, well, then we answered it. Now we can move on to the next thing. I, <laughs> is, it, is it that easy, though? I think so, yes. Like, what if you are what a, if you sneak in as a 12 seed to the dance or 11 seed, and then you make that run? You, you had a you had a, a very subpar season. Okay, yeah. And you just got hot at the right time. I still think it's about the NCAA tournament, right? I'd be curious how people view this. because It's, the, it's not cut and dried. Because right. Iowa had a better overall season than Michigan. Illinois had a far yeah, better yeah, season. Yeah, you're leaving out Illinois. Than Michigan. Illinois, you know, Illinois won the Big Ten. You know, well, Iowa won the Big Ten tournament. Right. <laughs> um, they both won the Big Ten in, to a I certain extent. I just think extent. if you're looking at Illinois right now, they would trade a deep NCAA run for that for that, for that that tournament. For that um, – for the – regular season title that's where i'm coming down how about that yeah uh four six four five six eight five call or text as always i'm curious is it is it that simple that hey a sub subpar regular season doesn't matter if, if you get to the elite eight final four yeah it's a it the, the, i guess the big 10 makes it tricky because the big 10 is a prestigious conference that makes the conversation a little trickier i mean if, if we were talking about the say how about I don't want to say biggie I thought if we were talking about the SEC wouldn't it be cut and dried a deep NCAA tournament run tr- trumps a SEC regular season conference title or a tournament title yes SEC but the Big Ten's prestigious more it's more prestigious than most any conference and that makes the conversation a little more tricky but I'm saying like I'm going Illinois Illinois wins the long haul Big Ten regular season title. It's tremendous. But they're, they're, those players and those coaches are going to remember losing in the they second are. round, and that's going to sting more. And we I think, will remember that as well. Fans will remember them losing early in, early in the tournament. Right. Now, with a great team. They'll hang a banner, though, in Champaign, Illinois. 2022 Big Ten champions. That banner will always be there. Now, people look at that banner and go, yeah, that team – Lost in the second round of the NCAA tournament. I think that mm, it's like over the long haul, how do you look at it? I'm still going back to NCAA tournament. March Madness in this country is gigantic, and I think that's what that's that's what you're looking at. Yeah, you, it feels it feels pe- people like to 
cling to how far they went in the dance versus what they did in the regular season. If they if they had a good dance performance, like if you went to Elite Eight, we say, yeah, we went to Elite Eight in 2016. Right. Well, what did you what did you do in the regular season? Well, we we made the tournament. Didn't matter if we won the, the conference or not. Right. I think that um, I don't care what St. Peter's did in the regular season. I don't even know. It doesn't matter to me. I don't know what they did in the regular season, by the way, St. Peter's. I just know they've made a huge splash in the NCAA tournament, and they look real to me. They don't. This is not a fluky thing, and that's that's all I need to know. I think you know they must have won twenty five games. I'll, I'll look it up. Don't is, is there uh, so I I think that most people would say it 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 depends on how far you go in the dance. Is there anybody out there that Final would say? Four. What if it's like Elite Eight though? Mm. Well, Final Four is then, obviously... Then we the, have a, more of a discussion. There, there's no discussion. That, yeah, Final Four, is there's no discussion. <laughs> that yeah, means you're, well, you're, you're two games... You're well, a I mean, game yeah, away from playing for the title. there's a discussion if they don't get to the Final Four. I mean, then what? I well, mean, that's the... That's the, the losing the Elite Eight. Yeah, People forget that. I mean, no. It, 21-11. For St. Peter. St. Yeah. Harrison. Thank you. Thank you, Harrison. Um... Twenty-one and eleven. Yeah, I, you can't. Yeah, you, I'd say Final Four is not the discussion because that's an obvious yes, no matter how good or yeah. bad your season was. Elite Eight, Sweet Sixteen is where you're talking about. What would you rather have? Ugh. Yeah, then it's it gets a little because if Michigan if Michigan loses in the Sweet Sixteen, but they got the Sweet Sixteen, is their season still better than Iowa or Illinois? Both no. Big Ten champions in different no. ways. One in the regular season, no. one in the tournament. No. Is it is it a conversation though? Yes. Is it close? It's a conversation. Yeah, see, Final Four is a simple yes. The Sweet Sixteen Elite Eight is a, is a conversation there about yeah, what's definitely. better. How many tournament games do you win? Definitely, definitely. If Michigan loses its next game to Houston, which I expect them to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not as cut and dried to me as it is to you. Well, I also have six of sixteen Sweet Sixteen teams. Uh, uh, Sweet 16 teams correct, so don't take my advice on this. I've got six right of 16. That, <laughs> do you know how terrible that is? That's, that is train wreck, atrocious bad. Awful. What did you just, like, close your eyes? No. I, I made um, picks I thought were pretty solid, and they obviously weren't solid at all. Yeah, I'm not as confident. I mean, you seem to think Houston's this juggernaut. Um, I don't. I think Michigan can beat Houston. I do, by the way. Yeah, if they go to the Elite Eight, oh, God, it's a good conversation. I just wish we were having it here. That is a good... Why can't, why can't we have it here in Nebraska? Come on, think it through. Think it through. I, I'm leaning now towards if Michigan gets to the Elite Eight, that I would take that over a Big Ten title. So they have to win one more game to say, yeah, we, we our season overall was better than Illinois or Iowa's Listen, season. Listen, your season was good enough to get in the tournament. Correct. Okay, it was... It fell short of expectation, but it's all about getting your team to peak at the right moment when the right, and you wouldn't say peaking at the right moment is winning the Big Ten tournament. That's not peaking at the right moment. Iowa didn't peak at the right moment. They kind of did. Nope. They, they won didn't. the Big Ten tournament. No, they didn't peak at the right moment. They lost in the first round of the NCAA Right, tournament. but they, they appeared to be peaking at the right moment, though. You, you, you like Ohio, Ohio State. I don't know if you're trying to be difficult. I'm not trying to be difficult. Or what? But how can you say that in that Iowa peaked at the right time? They, oh, got they peaked up, at almost the right they time. Got I'll give up, you that. They got upset. They were they came in as the conference tournament champions. Of course they were peaking. They had a bad game. No, they didn't peak. They I'm glad Clear, they didn't peak. I'm glad Richmond beat them. But they, they clearly didn't. They didn't come in because they lost to a Richmond team that got blown out. 
of the tournament. By Providence. Yeah. That's why it's more hilarious that Iowa lost that game. They because They weren't peaking. Because they probably should have been you know, talking about Sweet 16, right. potentially. Yeah. No. It, it, this is I come on. Any, wouldn't any coach say, "Hey, we got to, we want to peak"? <laughs> no, there's no coach in America that would say, "I want to peak in our conference tournament." Unless, <laughs> that, unless that means you're going to build it up, you're going to build. That means you're having no, success going into no, the they tournament. Want, no, then, right? what, what would you rather hear your coach say? I want to peak in the NCAA tournament or the conference tournament. I want to be playing our best basketball yeah, you, in the NCAA tournament. Well, come on, Jake. Fran know. McCaffrey might have thought we had better basketball to play in Iowa. We we are playing really good basketball. That, but it wasn't the case, which is awesome. Yeah, That's why it's even more yeah, hilarious that they lost the first round. No, I want my I want my coach saying, "Hey, we want to be peaking when we start NCAA tournament play. That's what we need to be doing." Um, Kevin, the Kevin, yeah, the Kevin, Texan at four six four five six eight five. I agree with Sip. It's not about the journey; it's about the destination. So you can say yeah. that the long regular season—it's impressive. It is impressive to win the Big Ten Conference and get that number one seed in the in the Big Ten tournament. But if you go one and done or two and done in the tournament, and other teams are dancing in the conference that were behind you. I mean, it's, it's we we build these seasons about making the dance and how far you go and in the dance. And you've played if you've played well enough to get into the dance, that means something. Now you didn't capture your conference title or your tournament title. That's fine though. You played well enough to get in the dance, so it wasn't a you didn't have a bad off. You didn't have a bad regular season. I'm going. I'm going. I, I think about these. Re- I think about these recent Syracuse teams. They didn't make it this year, but Syracuse. You know, for a couple of years lately, was make, was getting the dances like a, a ten seed, and they they would find their way to the Elite Eight or Final Four. Yep. And so, it Syracuse fans are diehard basketball fans. They hated that team during the season because it just snuck in. It wasn't good. They snuck in, not this year, but most recent years. But you have to say that hey, they did their job and got to the Final Four, right. Elite Eight. That's a good season. All for right. Them. And then now, now think about this part of the conversation. Take a deep breath. Okay. I need to take a deep breath. Um. What does more for your brand? The answer That's is a big clear. Question. Yeah. The answer is clear. Dance. Yeah. St. Peter's is going to be is yes. going to be doing very well with this run to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, Illinois enhanced its brand in a regional sense, right? Okay, regional, Big Ten. Some of these conversations are pretty regional in nature, right? Yes. Illinois enhanced its brand in a regional sense. It did not enhance its brand nationally. It did not. A deep run would enhance Illinois' run. A, a run to the Final Four would enhance their brand. That's in, in Purdue's the same way. Uh, getting to the Final Four will enhance Purdue's brand way more than winning the Big Ten would have. Right? This is probably yeah. This is probably a fair, <coughs> uh, the best way to answer this for Nebraska because I think this is very obvious where Nebraska fans would go. This is from Faisal. He says this. Let's put this as Nebraska strictly. If you're Nebraska, would you rather win the Big Ten tournament or win a game in the first round of the NCAA tournament? Well, now, there's, now, yeah, you've moved the goalpost here, right? First round? I think, getting well, your the, first, I think getting your first NCAA tournament wins more meaning. Oh, absolutely. There's no conversation there. Nebraska would, would much rather sneak in the dance or just get in and win one game rather than win the Big Ten tournament Go in and still lose a game yeah, in the first round. I think so. I think so. I think you're right on that one. Yeah. So that's why I think I don't. I don't think it's, it's a conversation. It's great to win. It's, a, it's, it's a great, great. 
That's a great conversation. It's great to win your conference in the regular season. It's great to win the, the, the conference tournament. But there's nothing that compares to getting that win or wins in the dance. Yeah, especially for Nebraska, which has never won. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting that first win would mean, would mean more. Oh yeah, it would be a colossal, it'd be a colossal letdown if Nebraska won the Big Ten, got like a three seed, two seed, four seed, and then lost to to you know to Richmond, something like that. Yeah. Good luck consoling me if that would happen. This this is all about the magnitude of winning in March Madness, which is colossal. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. I'll go back to Creighton. Hope TP's listening. Creighton enhanced its brand in a, a lot. It really did. Not even a deep run. It got it got a lot of people's attention. And when you're playing Kansas on a Saturday afternoon during March Madness, and the world's watching, the nation's watching, you know what that did for Creighton's brand, Jake? It just put Nebraska, Creighton that much further ahead of Nebraska. All right. So, I, like I said, I alluded to a horse race yesterday. Nebraska and Creighton in a, are in a horse race. Nebraska seemed to be closing ground on the back stretch. And then all of a sudden, you look up, oh, whoa, Creighton just moved ahead by five lengths. Man, Creighton made a push. And now your horse is way behind. Is that accurate? Feels like it right now. Yeah. Don't, want, don't like to admit that, but kind of feels like that. Yeah. Let's get a call from Bob on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. Bob, you're on early break. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, the way you guys are talking now, it's a little different than when I first called in. Okay. Because, uh, when I first called in, uh, I thought that it, it sounded uh, to me when you first started talking that it's just double standard. You know, if Nebraska would have turned around, or, well, even in um, – when they were having struggles, these guys were ta- uh, putting them down about you know getting the NCAA tournament couldn't win couldn't win the bowl game, but yet uh, you know Iowa you know get in the tournament, but it's okay if they won, you know that they didn't win a game they were one and done, but you know but they had a you know they they uh, won that um, Big Ten uh, tournament. No, it's the same thing. They were still one and done, right? And you know and regardless if you get in the tournament regardless of what your season was like, and you're one and done, you're one and done. Just like you guys keep talking about Nebraska, you know, haven't won a game, haven't yep. won a game. Well, you know, it's the same thing. There's no double standard. Okay. It's one and done, regardless of what your record was when you, when you, before you got in the tournament. Yeah. It's what you do in the tournament. Oh, yeah. Iowa, come on. There's no conversation with Iowa. They take a deep run, or, I mean, a Sweet 16 run over – winning the Big Ten tournament title. I mean, I think that there's a clear distinction, a big distinction to be made between the tournament title and the regular season title. I put a lot more prestige into the regular season title than I do. Because it's, yeah, it's the whole season. It's the totality yeah. of the season, yeah. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate the yeah, call. Yeah, thank you, Bob. Yeah, thank you. Like, Nebraska could get on a run 
it's harder these days now when you got to win five or six, five, five games to win the Big Ten tournament. Um, that's that's a lot. That's a lot, and that would be really, really an incredible accomplishment. But you can, you know, a team can get hot and win the tournament. It's not you can't. It's not. It's not just a matter of getting hot winning the regular season, right? The the tournament can be kind of fluky. The regular seasons. You don't win. You don't win the regular season title by fluke, right? No, not at all. That that's certainly a, that's a whole body of work for the season versus one four or five game and, stretch. And you don't get to the final four by fluke either. If you might get to the round of thirty two or even a sweet sixteen in a little fluky fashion, but after that, there's no flukes because you got to beat people. Yeah. I mean, I think of you got to beat real. People. I think of seasons in the past, like when George Mason made it as an eleven. They were seed. good. They were a good team. I mean, that was an eleven seed coming from a small conference, but they made the final four. You, you cannot take that away from them. No, you can't. You can't call that a fluke because they kept doing it. Yeah, they kept beating. They beat Michigan State. They beat UConn. They beat all those teams Thank that you. year to get to the to final four. Thank you. But yeah, I mean, if Nebraska, I mean, we always talk about we we want Nebraska to nep, not just sneak in the dance, but be in there comfortably. So you're not you're not sweating out Selection Sunday that you are a for sure four to eight seed in the dance. That's what you dream of for Nebraska. But we would all take sweating it out if we got in if you got that first win, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. What about after you get your first win though? Then then what do you want? Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah. it doesn't have to be a pipe dream, though. That's what I'm it saying. Should, that's, that's a good point. It, it should not have it, to be it, a pipe dream. It doesn't. It shouldn't. I mean, it's it's become a little weird, by the way. Like, well, it became weird a long time ago. So, feels it just feels way far out of reach right now. I mean, I always look at teams like Texas Tech. I mean, what what advantage does Texas Tech have on Nebraska in basketball? What? Well, come on, help me. Texas has. More people, more players down there. That's it. They're out in the it's, plains. It's, it's an outpost, though. Yeah, Lubbock's out in the plains. Is that that's probably that probably is the advantage, I guess. But that's not exactly a basketball school. No, it shouldn't be. I always thought as a football school, and, it's not I mean, really it's, a, the great football school. I know it's not, but I, I've always thought still more of Texas Tech as a football school than basketball. And here yeah. they are. They, they've already, they they lost in a national championship. In basketball. I mean, they lost to Virginia. They were right there. They were in the title game. Because they got the right coach. Chris Beard. Because they struck gold. Now, Chris Beard is at Texas. I think they'll be doing fine with Chris yes, Beard. because they struck gold. That's what Chris Beard is. Guys like Chris Beard, gold. That's why Chris Beard's making a zillion dollars at Texas. Because he's he's he has it. He has it. Didn't you think that Shaka Smart had that, though, too? I did. I did. Now, he made the dance at Marquette in his first year, but they got blasted he, by North Carolina. He's made the dance at three different schools, by yep. the way. VCU, Texas, and, and Marquette. Right. Now, but it did not work out at Texas, No, though. it didn't. It did not work Which out Which I think Texas. shocked pretty much everybody. Yeah. I, I thought he'd be great at Texas. I did, too. That's one that surprised me. Wow. Yeah, I was surprised that Shaka Smart darned. failed at Texas. That's... Sh- yeah. Yeah. Shaka... Yeah, he's lost some steam. But you would, at one point, view him as gold, though. Yes. yes, because of how deep he went in the tournament several yes. times with the VCU. Yeah, you can you can have the golden touch and then lose it, as we've seen. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop right there. Um, Arkansas. Why can Arkansas? Now Arkansas does have some they basketball have tradition. tradition. They have some yeah. tradition. 
They have some tradition. But they have been down for a while, though, before yeah. this, right? Yeah. They've, they've been they've been respectable, but not the Arkansas you remember back from their glory days. They re okay. They struck gold with Nolan Richardson, right? Then they restruck it with Musselman. Now Musselman's starting to move into that category of gold standard. He he yeah. is what, good at Nevada. Yeah, he seems to have it. Look at what he did at Nevada. Uh, at least Jake, you'd have to look it up, but he had a. He had at least one 25-win season, I think maybe two. Look it up. And then at Arkansas, this is this is his second straight 25-win-plus season, I believe. <coughs> Eric Musselman, 57 years old, by the way. Okay. Eric Musselman. Two years older than me. Um, he yeah, is two okay. inches shorter than Nevada, me. Nevada, he had four seasons at Nevada. Dang impressive. 24-14. and 14, Okay. 28-7. and seven. Okay. 29 and 8, Sweet 16 that okay. year, and then 29 and 5, lost the first round, but 29 and 5. Three 25 plus win seasons at Nevada, now at Arkansas. 20 and 12, 25 and 7, 27 and 8. They found the right coach, and Musselman seems to be trending towards gold standard status. That you could. Young, they were in the Elite Eight last year. Do you remember yeah, that? I, I, I forgot I that. They were that. in the. Arkansas was in the Elite Eight last season. You know who? You know who's in that. Club, it seems like Kelvin Sampson. Kelvin Sampson, sure, absolutely. He's he's, he's kind of gold yep. at this point. He's but you can't if you're Nebraska, you can't hire Kelvin Sampson because of the age. You're not getting a guy like Musselman because Musselman's not he's going in a better to place right now. Yeah, yeah. he's in a better job. Yeah, you have to find that guy. Your you have chance to find Musselman a, was post Nevada. Yeah, was hiring him versus Fred Hoiberg. Yep. Same same cycle. Yeah, the guy that you could have got is the Alabama coach. Nate Oates. You definitely could have gotten Oates. Now, neither you nor I I mean, we're not going to I'm not going to be unfair here. We were pushing for Fred Hoiberg. Absolutely, yes. And if they would have hired Nate Oates, we would have said, "Why didn't you hire Fred Hoiberg?" Yep. Nate but Oates. Oates wanted the Nebraska job. I want to make that very clear. I say it I say it this is a fact. He wanted the Nebraska job. He would have taken the Nebraska job. Nate Oates at Buffalo, 20-15, and 17-15, 27-9, 32-4. At Alabama, first rough year first, but no, there was no tournament because of COVID. 16-15. and 15. Last year, 26-7, and 7, Sweet 16. This year, 19-14, and 14, lost in the first round yeah, in Notre Dame. But a, still. Yeah, took a step back. He made the dance, though. They yeah, were, they they were a six seed at 19-14. and 14. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's interesting to me, that, that a six seed at 19-14. and 14. It's just, I mean, this conversation has evolved into, it's finding the the golden touch, the coach. And look at those guys we're talking about, Musselman, Oates. What'd they do? They got it turned around quick. It wasn't year four where you're talking about a, I don't know, this like transition year that we're talking about at Nebraska after a four and 16 league season. That didn't happen with those guys. They went in one. T.J. Otzelberger went in and won, right? Yes, Iowa State. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Well, we you know it takes it takes some time. T.J. Otzelberger at Iowa State. They they only had five players off last year's team, which is probably good because it was two twenty two. Right. That's that's not, that's not bad. Five players off that team brought in six transfers. They were the right transfers, though. They brought in. A guy from Penn State, Isaiah Brockington. Yep, remember him. 17 points a game this year. Big 12 Newcomer of the Year. They brought in Gabe Kalshur from Minnesota. Right. He scored 22 points the other day. 
against Wisconsin to get to get Iowa to help Iowa State get to the Sweet Sixteen. They brought in a kid, Jazz Kunk, from uh, Washington State, who who's a great three point shooter, good good player in general. So they hit. And you know what Otto Berger did? Now, this is DP referred to this yesterday, and he was exactly right. If if you're going to make a big turnaround, do it with defense. Steve Prom preach all the time. Steve Prom at Iowa State in his when they went two and twenty two, they allowed almost eighty points per game, seventy seven point or yeah, yeah seventy six point seven. Okay, this year Iowa State's allowing sixty two point three. So they they've cut it by fifteen well, points. Defense shows effort. If you if you if right. if you increase your defense, that means you are rebounding. You're making it tough on opponents. Like you might you might be taking a step back offensively. But how many times have we begged this year for Nebraska to just just play harder, I know, show effort, and they weren't. I know, but it, Doc I, Sadler's teams back in the day weren't that talented. But you know what? They fought. It's one way to do it. I mean, you can't. That's my it, way to do it. No, it's not necessary because I can. You're the type of guy I think. That if they were just playing defense and not being that good, you'd be like, "This is boring." If you're gonna at least at least show us some entertainment. No, I I, I care about wins. <laughs> I'm about I don't don't put that on me. I care. I don't care if they win fifty one to fifty. That Here's might be a, a rock fight. It's, an, it's a tricky. It's a it's not a cut and dried conversation though, because because Gonzaga is very appealing with the way they play, and it's not because they're known for their defense. Okay, it's it if you're winning that. The Otzelberger way is good. If you're not, then people are be like, "Man, this is." This boring. sounds like Nebraska football circa 2004, mm-hmm. right? You fire Solich because it's not it's not good enough anymore. We want we want to be flashy. Right. Let's get Bill Callahan to bring his West Coast office. Oh my God! Look how incredible it is. Yeah, it it's does. incredible. It does. I and saw this with Mo Ibe at Nebraska too. Mo Ibe got the t- team to the dance, but he, but it was slow mo. It was slow. We need to stop caring about how it looks and accept the results of winning versus losing. One would think. I have. One would think. I like the way Doc's teams played. I wanted a little more talent. I did, but I like the way they fought and played defense. That was good. That's what this place needs. All right. That's all right. That's the the Nebraska way. Unfair to you. I was maybe unfair. We're not going to be a team that scores 90 points a game and beats you. It's just not the way it's going to go here. Well, are you, what are you suggesting about Fred defense? Weber? Well, you In, think all, get overnight, your defense figured you think out. overnight Fred's going to change his way and, and no. say, "I'm going to be about defense." There's no way. But but I if you should take a little bit of a look inside of you if you're Fred Hoiberg and say, "My what's working right now or what I'm doing right now is not working at all." But he's not going to change that overnight. Well, then I don't have much hope for him. That well, I don't either. <laughs> I but if don't. he's a good basketball coach and wants to be here for a while, I would say. Something needs to change, and it needs to change fast. Because I can't so keep not, doing this. But he's not going to become T.J. Otzelberger overnight. T.J. Otzelberger. You coached with him. Yeah. T.J. Otzelberger is a defensive-minded, hard-driving, workout-heavy coach. Put his team on so- on a soccer field to train. Um, he is a – I mean, it, it takes a certain kind of guy to play for T.J. Otzelberger. It really does. I read about it. I, I I I dived into Iowa State yesterday. It's hardcore. It's hardcore training with Otzelberger. What's wrong with that? Well, it what takes a certain kind of that? guy, though. It takes a certain kind that, of guy. I want that kind of guy. That guy's a winner. I, I totally agree. He's with a you. warrior. I agree with you. And look at what's That's the happened. dudes I want. And it's and they were they, their defense against Wisconsin 
on Sunday was suffocating. It was suffocating. Wisconsin scored 49. Wisconsin made two of 22 three-pointers. When Chucky Hepburn went out in the first half, Iowa State pounced. Pounced on them. I'm going to do a quick straw poll. When I come back, I'll, I'll, I'll read the results. Straw poll text. It's been a long time. 402-464-5685. What team had the better season? Iowa wins the Big Ten tournament, is out in the first round, or Michigan, who sneaks in the dance and is still playing in the Sweet 16. Text in Iowa or Michigan. Which season is oh, I better? Like it. I like it. We'll have the results next on the straw poll. 464-5685 next on Early Break in the Ticket. Right now, we're getting spring ready at the Home Depot. By stocking up on top brands and rolling out store-wide savings. Come in today for all the indoor and outdoor cleaning essentials you need to supply your spring cleaning projects this season. Countdown to spring with savings on all your project needs at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.